This is the Barnet Paint Fork Podcast, brought to you by the Barnet Paint Fork, Western North Carolina's home for good times and great concerts. Hey, welcome into the Barnet Paint Fork Podcast, episode three. Mark Starling here with you after what was a wild weekend of music at the venue. On Friday night, we had Blackstone Cherry, which was a fantastic show. Those guys always rock the house out. And then, of course, on Saturday night, the legendary Confederate Railroad, along with the Steel Creek Band, and then, of course, Andy Buckner. Uh, also there as well. So two opening acts on Saturday night. It was a full night of music. We had a fantastic crowd. Uh, But I had a chance to sit down with Danny Shirley from Confederate Railroad and have a little chat about what's been going on with him and the band and where things are going kind of moving forward for them. Sitting with the legendary Danny Shirley inside the green room here at the Barnet Paint Fork. Uh, This is their third time playing here? Is it three or four? I think it's four. four. Okay. Glad to have him back, man. Well, I'm always glad to be back, man. I love it here. You, you do realize that, like, we wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for you. <laughs> That's what this, I hear. This whole thing was built for literally one show, and he said, if they come, I'm shutting it down afterwards. That's, what, that's what I hear. That's pretty cool. And then I think he realized how much fun doing these shows was. So, you know, I think, I think Western North Carolina has to give a lot of credit. Well, every time, we, every time we come here, uh, you know, he's improved, made it bigger, better. And uh, I look forward to getting here and seeing what uh, changes he's made. This looks so real good. So now, Danny, when we talked last year, you were telling me that you said, you know, I was trying to dumb down the number of shows I was playing, and, and we changed, we changed a few things, and then my agent called me and said we had twelve hundred shows this year, or something like that, <laughs> or one hundred and twenty shows this year instead of the normal. You were trying to get well, seventy-five. We, uh, you know, for about ten, twelve years, I guess, I was doing about a hundred shows a year, right. and that was pretty comfortable. But uh, I turned sixty-five a couple years ago. And um, I said, I want to back down to about 80. Right. And, uh, you know, in this business, you just do it as long as you can. Yeah. I don't think you ever quit right. as long as you're physically able. But uh, uh, we backed down to 80 last year. It felt real comfortable with us. We're doing 80 again this year. And um, as long as I feel this good, maybe when I hit 70 in a couple of years, I'll back down to uh, less. I don't know. But uh, uh, it's one of those things, you know, what are you going to do if I'm not out here doing this, you right. know? So now you're still traveling with the same band, right? Every, all the guys are the same? Pretty much. Uh, uh, Mark and now the drummer have been together 42 years now. Um, of course, our old original bass player passed away about five years ago. Um, our steel player passed away years ago. But uh, uh, the guitar player, Rusty, and I, we've been playing music off and on since 83 together. And uh, then after Wayne, our bass player, passed, or he came off the road before he passed, uh, Mo Thaxton came with us. Right. Mo's been a great addition. He's been with us, gosh, eight years now, I think. And Mo's got a pretty impressive career by himself, right? He was a Dr. Hook. For he was a Dr. Hook for, I think, 14 years. And he just came out with his first uh, solo CD that he's been working on for several months, just off and on when he was off the road. And uh, it just came out this week. And uh, uh, I'm real proud of him for that, real happy for him. So now where do you uh, where do you go after here? Another show after this one, or are you back home? We go home for a couple of days, and then uh, we head out west to Colorado and uh, western part of Oklahoma. Um, I usually like it where I do two shows a week, you know, one Friday, one Saturday. I like leaving the house Thursday night, getting back home Sunday morning. And uh, that works good for most of the year, but, of course, we're getting into the fair and festival season where we'll be gone a little more than that, but... Uh, I think our longest run's like four days this year, so that's, Which is a I'm big happy with that. When, when you guys were in the prime in the oh man, we did. Like you were doing what six? I think in '94 we did uh, 
273 shows. And that's a different uh, city for every show, right. not counting travel days, uh, right. days in Nashville working on records and all. But, uh, oh, there's no way I could do that yeah. physically or mentally anymore. <laughs> but it sure was fun back then. Any uh, any plans to maybe take her back into the studio for something? No, sir. I think I've uh, I've done my last record. Um, I haven't even written anything in a couple of years. Um, Do you miss the studio? Do you miss the process, maybe? You know, I miss having a new song that I've written to play live, get a response on it. Uh, and it was always fun to, to put the, after you write the song, you know, start building the record and everything. And as the years went by, uh, we did a different process. We're used to, I just take a couple weeks off, go and record an album. Uh, these past few records, like we would write something, then we would demo it. And uh, a couple of the songs we even built on the demo. Instead of going doing another recording, we just took the acoustic demo we'd done and added instruments to that. So that was kind of a fun way to do it. And because uh, we were no pressure to have it done at a certain time or anything. But uh, I kind of missed the process, but it was it's a good memory to have. But, um, you know, I, I'm kind of the point, I'm, I'm kind of semi-retired. Yeah. Like I said, I just want to go down to do a show every now and then right. and be happy with it. St walking on stage still give you the same thrill that it did? Still get a little a little butterfly every now right. and then, yeah. Um, um, I mean, it's not like you're going to forget the songs because you know the songs. Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll forget one every now and then. <laughs> and something I've sang a thousand times, I'll just go blank, you know. Right. I might be up there thinking, singing Cadillac kind of thing about Dang, I got to mow wet grass Thursday and, uh, and leave out a verse or something, you know? Music isn't the only thing you're thinking about on the stage, right? Those years of just concentrating on the I guess so. But, you know, I notice when I when I do start thinking about the words, that's when I would, oh, yeah, I got it. The more I think about it, the more I think I'm going to mess it up, you know? We're sitting with Danny Shirley from Confederate Railroad. We're in the, uh, the green room here at the bar and all the boys in the band and on the, uh, the crew are kind of in the background having dinner and whatnot. And, um, the camaraderie with the crew and with the band and you know, played with your drummer for 42 years. Those those relationships aren't established in normal kind of gigs, normal kind of jobs. Like to be able to play with your friends for 42 years. That's true. That's right. true. And, and uh, well, we basically spent our lives, our adult lives together, you know, um, and all the experiences we've had together over the years. It's uh, it's uh, irreplaceable. Yeah, you can't just make something like that up. Yeah. Danny, thanks a million. We appreciate it so much. You, you know, having you back here for a fourth year, uh, it's always great. And, and like we said at the start of this thing, if it wasn't for you guys, the barn <laughs> would still be, there'd be the hog slop right about where the, the Confederate stage Railroad is. stage. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. A special thanks again to Danny Shirley from Confederate Railroad from taking some time just before the show there on Saturday night uh, to sit down with us and kind of talk about what was happening with him and the band and uh, where they're going next and uh, what's on the menu for Confederate Railroad as they move forward to a uh, another year of touring uh, on and off. So we've got another great lineup of uh, concerts coming up for you. May 26, it's going to be Joe Nichols. What a fantastic show that is going to be. Unbelievable uh, that we have uh, somehow managed to wrangle this man uh, to come to the Barnet Paint Fork. Uh, he is going to just blow the roof off the place. Also, on June 9th, it's going to be a country gold doubleheader. You've got the Bellamy Brothers plus Rick Trevino. It's going to 
to be a phenomenal night. Tickets are available right now, etix.com, or just go to the website, barnpf.com. You can find all the information that you need right there. And don't forget, make sure you follow along with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and you can find us on Instagram. Uh, we are uh, pretty active on there, so you can keep up with all that's happening with the barn at Paint Fork. Lots more to come for a huge summer concert season. We'll see you next time. Uh, next episode, probably going to be with any luck. It'll be with Joe Nichols. We'll talk soon. Take care, guys. Thank you.